Now, Dable, after working uh, a fair few years in a big four bank, I want to get to a point where I've got a, a property in Melbourne and a property in Sydney. Now, if I'm in Sydney, Dable, and I'm doing some uh, landscaping, you know who I'm going to? Who are you going to? Dingo Landscapes and Designs. Pat Clark is the main man there. And this is a gentleman who operates, you know, predominantly around the northern eastern suburbs. It's probably where I'd be, I would have thought, Dable. For sure. You jump on the, his Instagram at Dingo Land. Landscapes, and you have a look at some of the stuff he's doing. He's got the outdoor areas. He's got the nice pavers out there as well. It's sensational. And you hit Pat Clark up on 0408 485 397. Now, he's going to come around and give you a free quote and an on-site consultation. Um, and so tell your friends. But also, he's hiring first, second, third-year apprentices, Debel. Give Pat a call. There could be some work for you. Definitely. Just his number again there, 0408 485 397. Hit up Pat and he can sort you out. G'day, Mickey O from the Swans. You're listening to True Blood, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Go, boys. Jeez, this is the most one-eyed podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's what we're here to do. Let's go. Let's what? actually go. For mine, boys. For yours, then. I'm about to blow a gasket <laughs> in here. You've kicked three goals for the day, Table. What is going on? Damaging team. Damaging disposal. He's been very, very average. Our best is the best in the competition. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. God, it's a bit crowded in this studio tonight. We're going to review the cracking, scintillating, dare I say, season-defining victory over Richmond and preview the game against Geelong. We've also got the social segment as per, but it's a bit different tonight because I'm sitting in the Image Online studios with Noah Hayden and Samuel Hayden, and we've got Deeble on the phone. I'll start with you, Noah. How the hell are you, mate? It's been a while. Doing well, doing well. Like, much better after a, a good Swans win. It, was, it looked like we were struggling there after the Port game. That looked that looked awful. That was hard to watch, uh, even yeah. though we were close. But um, a good win against the Tigers. In the end, it was, again, a hard one to watch until uh, we pulled away late. Sammy, first time, debut. He's the Will Gould. He's the Corey Warner. How are you, mate? Oh, yeah. I think I got more notice than Will Gould, actually. And I'm feeling great. I'm excited. It was a good win. Here, you know, the brothers, the dynamic. Yeah, it's good. It's very oh. Bloods-like, isn't it? Now, yeah. Deeble, the, uh, yeah. the ever-reliable yeah. ever host, they're coming to us live from Cuba Petey. How are you, mate? Yes, I'm very well, mate. Live from Cuba, Petey, in the uh, middle of the Australian outback. I'm closer to Alice Springs than I am Adelaide, boys, but uh, I wouldn't miss out on the potty for anything, and it's good uh, when you watch a a Friday night win from the Bloods um, over in Adelaide, gather round. It was uh, was a good night out, boys. Yeah, talk talk us through it before we get into anything, Deeble. I mean, from all reports, if you buy into the media, Sammy, Mm-hmm. It was uh, it, it was just a phenomenal weekend for football, fundamentally. How did you see it, Dable? Yeah, look, mate, the city was pumping, Adelaide was pumping, all the bars, there's, there are people hanging off the rafters, as they say, Mads, and... Uh yeah, all the all the um, like the pre-game down at the Guardsmen. Now, anyone in Adelaide, yeah, got to get down for the Guardsmen because let me tell you, they have some awesome drink specials down there. If it's four, <laughs> if it's four o'clock in the afternoon, fellas, you're getting a four dollar pint. 
<laughs> Jeez, that is recession-busting stuff, Table. <laughs> it was fantastic, but the faithful turned out of the guardsmen and uh, we made the way over the bridge and, uh, yeah, phenomenal display um, by the boys charging over over the top of the tigers uh, in that last quarter. Let's get to it. We can we can run over the guardsmen in, uh, in the social sec, but I just thought that was probably one of... You, you love when... You're sort of in control of the game and you're challenged and then you put the foot on the throttle. I really thought that was, uh, that was to me, a comforting way to go about it, Sammy. Yeah, it was absolute confidence at the end and it's good to know we can finish off a game strong. That fourth quarter, even that third quarter, you know, like get in there, get tough. Yeah. Yeah, no, look, it's, um, I was just so uh, anxious the whole game. Uh, Richmond, they play so hard. They play quick and with such high pressure. And, and because we're a team that plays with such high pressure as well, it creates it creates a very uh, anxious viewing experience. And um, I was not happy until, like, you know, the last couple of minutes when I, when I knew we were safe because... Um, uh, look, I actually thought we were on top. You know, I'd say eighty percent of the game. But the problem is, is that twenty percent from Richmond was so damaging. They were able to get up and down the ground with such speed, such power. That it was just really scary to watch as a Swan supporter. It was a bit scary. I mean, there were, as I said in the post at, at the end of the game. You know, it got to a point we were we were six six points ahead. Right, and and that's pretty scary. Looking at the you know the week before against Port, you're like, geez, are we going to hang on to this? Are they going to run over us? Are we are we at that point? But we just responded perfectly. Dable, how was it at the ground? How were you feeling at three quarter time? Yeah, look, I was with a couple of mates at the game, and they were had made their way to the bar um, come three quarter time, and I was like, sorry, boys, I'm going to have to love and leave you and head out for the last quarter because I was on the edge of my seat and I didn't really want to watch. Um, with anyone, but it was awesome to see um, us sort of turn it on in that fourth quarter. A little bit of champagne, Papley, boys. It was um, six, six second half goals. It's just phenomenal. The highest rating game of the year on Champion Data. Uh, and it was just, it was a really good sign after the week before, sort of running out of petrol tickets and, you know, getting ran over in the last half of that fourth quarter against Port to basically do the same thing um, against Richmond and with the youngest side of the the year of anyone, um, especially in Gather Round, um, it was, yeah, it was phenomenal um, for the young side to get it done out there, lads. And, and that was the thing, right? Because coming into the game, there was all this talk about Richmond's injury list and uh, sure, sure, there are injuries there by all means. But the injuries that we had were significant. And I was actually, usually I, I can get a bit nervous in situations, uh, situations like that, Sammy, where, I, you know, you, you just don't know how you're going to fill those holes. Uh, but I was actually quite excited to see, you know, it, it forces you to do something different, Noah. And we're in a position where, you know, you've got makeshift people, you've got Will Gould coming in, you've got Corey Warner coming in, you've got Nick Blakey playing a key Key back role, Ooh, yeah. um, which which I thought was pretty cool. Playing it damn well as well. But Blakey was, if if Papley did not have the the game that he had, Blakey was far and away best on ground easily. Um, his presence in the back line, intercept marks, you know, and and run off half back. He was everything for us in that back line. A very undermanned back line as well. So. 
uh, without without him, there's no winning that game. Yeah, look, he's had 30 disposals. He he's just it was the plugging up everything. What do you have? Seven intercept marks, Stable. Yeah, yeah, and he's had the seven rebound fifties as well, boys. So, Blakey was just exactly what he needed to be. But you, you touched on it before how young we were. Like we've had eleven. You go on the ever reliable footy wire, nearly as reliable as Saundo boys <laughs> footy wire is, right? But we had eleven players that played less than fifty games on the weekend, and we we ran over the top with confident footy, execution, kicking for goals. And I think that was a big difference on the weekend was we took our chances. There were there were crucial set shots. Like the, the one that comes to mind was McInerney on halftime. Yep. You know, we, we were 14 points up or something like that. And, you know, Juzzy gets the, the ball on the fat side and kicks truly after Siren. And that's just what we didn't do the week before. So it's, it's good to see the boys executing out there and, yeah, it's just a, it was a very satisfying win, especially when you're running over the top of them. And, I, and I'm running around with uh, my tongue out like Tommy Papley. <laughs> I, I, I wish I had the Tommy Paps uh, TV uh, shirt on, boys. I didn't have the Facebook T-shirt on, but trust me, if I had it on, I would have been showing everyone. Bloody oath, bloody oath. Now, just on, just on the Pap. Yeah. <clears throat> Six second-half goals, Sammy. Mm. That says a lot to me. Now, that says... That he and you could see it. The first half for him was entirely unselfish, and you know, there a certain other podcasts can talk about him <laughs> being, you know, selfish yeah. and being ungracious. But this is a team first guy, Sammy. Oh, absolutely, and he's playing so many roles, right? We don't know. I mean, how much of that time was he spending in the midfield in the first half, as well as that unselfishness? But to come out, be classy. We know he's an all-Australian small forward. We know he has those skills, you know, in that contested work. That beautiful, you know, bit of a fake, bit of a sidestep straight through goals, that is top-tier small forward stuff. And it's a hard position to play, right? Probably one of the hardest on the field. He makes it look easy. Makes it look very easy. And him in the middle is just so good. We need a clearance. We need a bit of a rev up. Put Tom Papley in the middle. Jeez, he's just Dave's. Dave's he's just one of the one of the bloody best table. Oh, mate, he, he's just phenomenal, and we love his burst and his impact out of contest. And he was just effective with everything that he did. And yeah, if it wasn't Blakey um, best on it, was Paps for sure. But I tell you what, boys, it was bloody good to see Isaac Heaney back in oh. some form. Um, it was, you know, had us worried there that he's carrying injuries or getting knocks and that type of thing. But I think he well and truly came to the party. And it's, I think it started on the defensive end for him. He's he's had the seven tackles and he's kicked two goals straight. And that intercept that he had um, in that in the third quarter, I think it was, sort of, and ran into an open goal. It was phenomenal. But it's good to have Heans back, isn't it, boys? Massive, absolutely. Look, I, I've actually had a thought about Heaney as well, and Ooh. that is, look, first few rounds, I, I thought he seemed quite slow. Maybe he's, I don't know if it, put on a bit of weight or and, and we haven't seen that high flying Heaney uh, in quite some time the, the, the Heaney the one mark of the year um, my my thought was that he's had a few injuries but none of them have been sort of soft tissue weak bodied stuff that yep. you see out of sort of aging players or just guys that just have bad luck he has these injuries where you know he's gone way too hard or not even way too hard but he's gone hard and just come out with a you know a a, a tough injury, like a, a, a fractured arm. I think he had at one point. There, there, there's there's injuries there, 
um, that's that were just from hard play. And oh, I'm concerned that maybe he's maybe lost a bit of confidence that way. Is that is that possible? Oh, I mean, but come on, it slap looks me if pretty you confident to. to me. And like, I think there was a time when he went up for a big mark on the weekend. It didn't quite stick. Um, uh, I'm saying I just, bravery. I must clarify. On on was it Saturday night we played? Friday night. Friday night. On Friday night, he was unbelievable. That that uh, exceptional game. I'm talking more in the lead up. Yeah, to no, this game. for sure. Uh, I mean. Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely think there's some merit to that. What I did love about his game on Friday is the follow-up. Like that, that particular Absolutely. mark you're talking about that he didn't stick, the follow-up to, to impact the contest there, he did that like four times. Um, and and that's, that's the sort of thing you want to see, especially when a guy's out of form, to just stay in the contest. Yeah, I mean, he's been cursed. We can agree on that. I mean, he Goal kicking curse, absolutely. Yeah, I think the Papley curse rubbed off on him a little bit. Or maybe it was transferred over now that Papley's <laughs> kicking goals. Uh, but yeah, he's been inaccurate in front of goal. That might be some of it. Sam and I have been big on this oh, on this yeah. curse thing because Papley had it, absolutely had it after I want to say after twenty twenty, maybe early twenty twenty one. Um, and and we we think it's it's skipped over onto Heaney now because he's got yeah, right. It's it's even though well, great game, great game, but that that's um. I, um, I just think that game alleviates a lot of the pressure that we saw Isaac Heaney Absolutely, play. yeah. Yeah, look, we were just you're concerned. You've got an All-Australian... Uh, he, he was All-Australian, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yep. absolutely. Had yeah. the jacket on. An All-Australian um, a player forward and, um, and, and one of our key players, a guy that the club is building around and he got his big payday and, and his years on that, on that contract and... and all of a sudden dropped off, and, and there's concern there, right? But yep. it's good to see that uh, an exceptional game. If we can get this out of him uh, every game, like every game, every second game, that'd be perfect. It's oh, exactly yeah, what we're after. phenomenal. What did he have? 20 disposals, two goals. kick the two goals. It's a really good thing to build on, oh, isn't yeah. it? I mean, what do you need? What are you asking yeah, for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's great. It's great. Um, we love a bit of scoreboard impact, Sammy. Oh, we do. I don't know if you've listened oh. to this podcast before, but we enjoy it. Yeah, I, I have heard that maybe we do, in fact, like a bit of scoreboard <laughs> impact. Madison. Um, now, Dable. Airshade. Yes, Airshade. Talk to me yeah. about Airshade. Oh, look, I thought he was fantastic. Um, look, he, he's building. And we've been talking about it. He's had the 30 hit out, um, 17 touches. And, look, that's very consistent for a ruckman. You know, he's getting – his work rate is great around the ground. You know, be getting your hands on the ball 17 times, 30 hit outs. He's probably had the better of the opposite, opposition ruckman. Um, yeah, no doubt he has. Sort of they had that two ruckmen going at it. Um, McLean gave him a little bit of a chop out at stages, but bar that little, uh, what do you call it, a volleyball uh, yeah, set that, um, that, <laughs> that he did in that last, um, in the third quarter, I think it was. Um, <laughs> it, it was. It was a pretty good game, and I think uh, Big Eshe is coming into some form, boys. Uh, there's no doubt. No doubt, mate. Uh, as we've always said, he's a work in progress, right? Now, I want to just... Uh, I want to direct a question to the two VFL aficionados in the room. Yeah. Oh, oh, I haven't watched the VFL this week. Well, Apologies. No, right, no I right. just I just want to understand a little bit how you thought about Will Gould and Corey Warner. Okay. Obviously, a lot made about it. How have you guys seen it? Do you think they're in a position where they were ready to be selected? What's the deal? Sam, you go first. Okay. There's a there's a tale of two perspectives for Will Gould, right? Because I told you game day. Gee, it sucks that he's running out debut in an emergency shirt because it looks bad. And even when he went on, he didn't look like he had a whole bunch of confidence, but it is also debut. 
Another thing I've started to think of was, was it deliberate from Horse? Keep the spotlight off him. Um, Because he even said that it was good to just have a quiet sort of entry into the weekend. Yeah. It could be coaching brilliance. It could be a bit of roughness. But he looked a bit shaky, whereas Corey Warner, G. I mean... The small moments he had, G looked strong. Absolutely, I thought I thought he looked great actually. Um, and to to be able to steady himself and kick a goal, Noah, in front of Anita and the family, Travis, it was it was phenomenal. Yeah, no, look, it's um that's that's the quality he showed in the VFL. He didn't necessarily look like the most natural uh, player coming out of the of, of the draft um, compared to the other guys we drafted in in Matt Roberts and Angus Sheldrick that year, um, but. He he showed like a fight and intensity um, when the you know when the ball's in dispute needs to be won that, that he could grab it and he could go and, and fight the and fight you know the opponents that are there and in the same way that Chad does so um, he showed that and I was concerned that he might not that it uh, might be a bit scary for him in the in his first game in the AFL I, obviously we just like to see a bit more across the game but first game I don't, I don't think you can complain too much there how do you look on the field Dable. Yeah, no, you, you said it pretty well there, boys. I think it was the, the moments that Corey Warner had. Uh, he just looked composed. Evan, how he did that little dinky kick out to, I can't remember exactly who it was, um, out on the forward flank there. I think it was Wilbur. So, you know, yeah, it just showed a, a good composure and, you know, wasn't rushing his kicks and looked like he had time out there. So I think he's only going to build... Um, on what was, you know, a pretty good debut and kicking truly um, with one of his first kicks. Um, it was great. And, and Gouldier, you know, it's good for him to get out there. And it, it was a funny way um, that you, you do say, Sammy, for uh, for them to sort of get Gouldier out there under notice as such. Um, but, you know, he, he did look shaky at times. But, you know, in defence, you can sort of look a bit like that too. Um, it, it is a hard position to slot into. But, yeah, pretty, pretty impressive uh, from the from the uh, two debutantes as such. and few, yeah, few good bumps. Mm. few good bumps from Will. Well, he, he's gonna, yeah. The more confidence he gets, the more he'll be able to throw his weight around, which I'm really looking forward to. Also, I'm thinking, do you reckon it was a tactic to throw a surprise key defender at Richmond, given we didn't list one? Perhaps. Perhaps. It, it's certainly not out of the realm of possibility because, you know, they knew we were going to be stretched there, so it may have lulled them into a false sense of security, Sammy. Yeah, I mean, we listed Harry Cunningham as the fullback, and he never played there. Yeah, we love mind games. <laughs> yeah, we a, do a love few mind mysteries. Games. Ooh, yeah. uh, unfortunately, it was uh, the the victim in this circumstance was was Joel Amati, um, mm. which this is a guy who was coming into some serious form. He's had a really interrupted career so far, and he had his kicking boots on. Which I'll be honest, kind of shit me, Sammy, um, because yeah, you, you never want to see that. You know, it's eight to ten weeks. He comes out, and it just probably makes the uh, the selection dilemma uh, that that more that much more difficult. I mean, he is one of the more he has been one of the more solid kicks for us the last few weeks, even the last few weeks of last season, especially yeah, as a played. target as well. You know, yeah. good mark, so strong. I've, so I've strong. had my doubts about him in the past, so um, have I. But I've got. Uh, non-Swans supporting fan, um, fans, friends uh, who rate him very highly and, and, and would, you know, very much say if, if we could have him on, you know, in, at our club, absolutely. Like, he's, his marking ability, his feel for the game looks great. Oh, if, if he went to a Melbourne team 
absolute non-stop media coverage. Oh, on, don't we he know is it. the best player. He is the best young player coming through. Lads, can we chat Robbie Fox? Now, he's one of my absolute favourites. I love the way he's been a, a battler for his spot and in and out of the side, and he's really found a, a great spot. Mads, what did you think of his it's, game? It's such a good story. Uh, the the ability to just stick fat and keep going. He's such a talented dude. And what did he keep Dusty to? Bugger all. Minimal impact. Very minimal impact. Yeah, absolutely. Very minimal impact. Debel, um, Robbie, Robbie just getting around the ground, you, you would have been all about him. Yeah, it's fantastic what Robbie's doing. And the impressive thing is how he's came in He's played his second, well, his first full game of the year, being the sub last week. But being able to come in, and he's just not off the pace whatsoever to, you know, go on to Dusty, nullify his influence and be as damaging as he was. Damaging deeps. (laughs) Damaging disposal, exactly like he was at the end of last year. You know, took down Jeremy Cameron in the grand final and, yeah, he hasn't missed a beat. And, yeah, Robbie Fox is important as ever with a, a few injuries in that back line, boys. Just absolutely massive. Absolutely massive. Another guy that continues to impress me is Braden Campbell. Here we go. My man. My God. And and he kicks that goal outside of 50. Commentators were asleep. That was elite. Yeah, no, I, not many players can do that. Good as they we'll, get. Yeah, we'll get back to the commentary. By the way, I've got I've got strong feelings about yeah, that. Yeah, beautiful. But, <laughs> might be a whack but, of the week. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he just grows in another guy who just grows in confidence every day. You yeah. know, this is this is someone who's just really working into his career. Just having a look here, he's had twenty touches. He's had four tackles. You know, he's had four rebound fifties. Just going along really nicely, Deble. He's, he's about. Oh. Yeah, so, sorry, I'll just jump in there. But this is the thing, boys. When our younger players start to get, you know, 20, 30, 40 games under their belt, you know, that was Braden's 30th game on the weekend. This is when we start to see them really produce um, in, their, in their football journey. And Braden Campbell looks full of confidence. And he has all year. He's sort of, he's very sure of what he's doing. And to wheel onto the left and kick that 55-meter bomb in the rain, Boys as well. It was unbelievable. Berserk. And let me tell you, I was bloody out of my seat giving fist pumps. I was high-fiving <laughs> the crowd. I was like, that was a great game. It sealed it. And uh, it, it was unbelievable. Love Braden's stuff on the weekend. I actually think, look, I'm, I'm so extremely bullish on Braden Campbell that I think he's, he's not even halfway there yet. I seriously see him being the Swans' most important, possibly just generally best player within the next three to four years. Mm. Uh, and look, that does put him sort of close to the sort of the the real high point of of that 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 sweet spot in age. Yep. Um, but I, I I just I seriously think he is going to be an unbelievable player. To like to the point where possibly contending for Brownlows. Now, that's crazy talk this early on. Lock going on I, yeah. I will put my name on that. I, I actually think that much of him. I have heard him say better than Errol will be one day. Better than Errol. I, I, I think more talented than Errol, which is saying a Different lot. Player than Errol. Errol. Different player than Errol. And speaking of, of the man himself, he is him to... Uh, is that some sort of TikTok trend, Sam? I don't know. He is, uh, he is him. He is a gun. 25 disposals. Um, was fundamentally, for some reason, the the Richmond players 
seemed to want to bully him and he took it all in his stride and was one of the better players on the ground. Another guy just strength to strength. The kicking, the tackling, the ferocity in the contest. He is just oh see, I just can't I can't look at him and go, I mean, yeah, he makes he makes a few mistakes every now and again, but he, he's got a good footy head. He knows where to he knows the positions to get in. He knows how to sort of deliver the ball. Does the underground handball every now and again. It's so good to see. And he's moving so seamlessly into the centre circle. Yeah. For a guy that height, that build, I mean, yeah, he's filling out, but he's still small and he's still doing it with confidence and getting clearances consistently. How many's he had? He has had. He's had, had the three, three clearances, clearances, boys. But there's, I love talking stats, boys, and I'm pretty sure I said this last week was get the ball in Errol Goulden's hand when we're going inside 50. Yep. He's the best, That's best kick in our team. And guess what, boys? He's had 12 inside 50s by himself, the most by any player by about six. I think our second closest is Tommy Patley yep. with six, and he's doubled him. So, that, look, I think they were listening to the potty last week, the boys. We know Horse loves True Bloods. So he's clearly taken his notepad and he's yet... Deeble said, get it in Errol's hands, going inside 50. Mm. He's done it 12 times, and it's a, it's, a, it's a good indicator to what's going on in that forward line too. Uh, we, we need the ball in our good ball users' hands going forward, and it, there was a big difference on the weekend compared to the week before. There's no doubt about that, boys. Oh, massive, massive. And, and look, just a mild whack to Marlon Pickett and Shea Bolton <laughs> because they were honestly... Honestly, I thought it was really grubby how they played the game. I thought they were it sh- their frustration showed. I mean, Marlon Pickett could, could, couldn't win a hard ball if it ran up to him and jumped on it. <laughs> like fair dinkum, and then he has the he has the balls to go up to Nick Blakey. Look like he's about to help him up and push him over again. Love seeing Juzzy get into him. I don't love talking about players like this, but it really grinded my gears, Sam. Yeah, I mean, that was interesting, was it? You, you don't see that uh, very often these days. I just, you, with all the spotlight that's on players. But um, Nick Blakey laughed it off. It was good. We're yeah, tough. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're tough. We're tough. We're tough. We don't we're, look at it. We're I mean, calm. What is it, Dable? We're calm. Oh, I can't remember that. It's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you've lost me with that one. Yeah, but you know what? Nervous, I love the one yeah, that's that. it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Some TJC oh. stuff. Mm. I love the one with uh, Chad when he got the, the free kick at the end there and when he got the hold in the man and Marlon's, you know, the frustration and he's gone for the handshake. Yeah. Did you see that one? <laughs> yeah, <boy>? I did. <laughs> Absolutely. It was, yeah, that was good footy content for Chad. GFC, I loved it. I loved it. Um, oh, yeah, look, I thought, I thought we rattled them, to be honest. I th- thought as a team, we really rattled them and I felt a real changing of the guard. I think we may have put the nail in the Richmond coffin, boys. Oh, absolutely. Look, I, I, can I touch on a guy? I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, Matt Roberts, a few, only a few games under his belt. I think it looks like, I mean, that being said, we've got uh, no real uh, depth in the back line at the moment, so he's been thrown down there. But is this the start of another one of our, uh, another one of the apprenticeships? I think there? he's a bull. I think mm. he's an absolute bull. Oh, yeah. He's a big boy. He's got size for for a younger player. And he's tough. Oh, yeah. Dable? Yeah, look, I love looking at players like this. Fourth game, he's had the 14 touches. And, 
you know, from time to time, I do go over to that last column on Footy Wire Boys, and you have a look at the Super Coach score, and you oh, see yeah. he's had nine, he's had ninety-three points from his fourteen touches. He's been effective, boys. So, look, Matty Roberts is really good, and he's just another one of those players who hopefully get some consistency, can string some games together, get that continuity in his game, and we'll see him flourish like a lot of the young players who come into the side. But yeah, loved everything that he did on the weekend. But did you like him down back? I think that's what I want to know a bit about. He played down back a lot more, I he think. Did. Which is what got him more of the pill. And I, I thought it was good. But um, I want to hear what you think. Dave's that's you. You're me. on. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah sorry. sorry, boys. It is hard not being in the studio. No, I understand but, that. Yeah, I was no. pointing at you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I like it. If there's a spot there for him, uh, if he can be, you don't, like you see maybe Jake Lloyd from time to time being that under undersized when he gets one-on-one, you do worry sometimes. Yeah, hopefully we, he builds his confidence with his one-on-one contest. But look, you've got to slot in and the, the coaches think that he's good enough to play down back. Um, so look, it's, it's up to him how he goes. But, you know, he, he stood tall on the weekend, that's for sure. Oh, I just think it's a great, it's a great place to start your footballing career. Right, because the game's in front of you, and you're you have to be accountable all the time. There's no there's no sort of cheapies. It's I think it's a really good place to start, especially in an undermanned backline. Worked for Florent, worked for Mills. Oh, I'm Speak actually the devil. I actually I'm a little concerned about, and I've mentioned this to a, a few of the faithful, but uh, I'm a bit concerned about Braden down there, just because I, I really think he's ready to go already, and that wasting him in the backline is you, a problem. You calm down, Noah. He's uh, this is a Don't, development. I type understand. Scenario, I understand. Right? This is the Swans way, isn't it? It really is. It's patience. It's patience. And also, it's he hasn't he hasn't been given the key. Yet, I mean, give him the keys off the halfback, like we've seen with Blake. Yeah, that's you know, right. Give him yeah, the you know, and like like we've seen with a lot of people, right? Like we like we saw with Ray Shaw back in the day. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yep. Um, Ollie Florent, just strength from strength to strength as well. I mean, probably a little bit quieter this week, but I seldom see him make a mistake. Yeah. No, he's clean. From a, for a guy who didn't used to be clean. Yeah, that's what that's the big part about it is that he he this was his biggest problem and he solved his biggest problem, which is it's fantastic. It's so exciting to see as well. It's, it's so important for not, not just him but the team, right? That one of our guys that we've put a lot of um a lot of resources into has um has has worked hard to solve his weaknesses and, and they're now he's now benefiting the team in a really big way. Now, Debel, were you as frustrated as I with Chad Warner's goal kicking? Now, he's had a cracking game, and I only say frustrated because I love seeing the man kick a goal. And, you know, season's gone by. He's been an absolute dead-eyed dick. Uh, But I just thought the game could have been put out of reach if he'd just kicked one of them. Yeah, for, for sure. It is frustrating. And especially that it was that first or second one, like running in from 30, like not much pressure, should be dobbing them. But look, we can't be too critical. No, with the majority of our, our chances. But yeah, look, it is frustrating. But, and when the Chad, uh, he, he's, this is the thing, he, he gets himself in these positions weekly. So look, it, it, the opportunities are going to keep coming for Chad and hopefully he can just start to, you know, take 75% of them and that takes him to another level. But while, while I've got your boys, I'm really 
happy and impressed with what Logan McDonald's doing oh, yeah. um, at the moment. He, it was a tough conditions out there for a big forward. And he's had the 10 touches, four marks and a goal. But it was the opportunistic way he went about it. He led up, he took some good marks and he kicked that good goal out of the pack. It just shows it doesn't have to be big contested grabs. He's sort of got a lot, some other strings to his bow. As as they say, but really happy with what Logan's doing. What do you boys think? Uh, look, uh, see, I actually thought that um, with with our buddy in the side and Demarty going down, I was hoping he'd we'd get a bit more out of him. Maybe one or two more goals. Maybe I'm expecting too much. It, it wasn't the weather. Player. It wasn't the weather for it. I don't. Think. Absolutely not. I get that as well. Yeah. But, but how hard he works around the ground. Is, that doesn't change. Is ever. just so impressive. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, Sam, um, what do you like about his game? I mean, he's quick. That's what I like. Um, like seeing him at the ground level in VFL a few times the last few years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's played a bit there. Um, he but has. no, he's quick. He's quick around the ground. And you can see how far he gets up the ground, you know, and that makes a huge difference. When you have a guy who's, what, 6'6", six, six, you know, moving up the ground that quickly and across the ground. And, I mean, he's young too. I mean, that probably helps. He could be anything. He, he could be anything. Could he could be, be five. Call it. <laughs> oh, there we go. Minus the injuries. I just want to um I just want to have a look at some of the head to head stats. Yeah, look, conversion much better. As bad kicking's bad football. Mm. You know. Yeah. It's it got a lot better this uh this week. And especially in that weather, you've got to take your chances. Clearances, we we beat them in forty two to thirty six. Um, we're cleaner by foot uh, by them. Had uh, what had sixteen less clangers than them, um, and I think a big, a big, I guess, development area that they seemed to work on over the week was the amount of inside fifties we had against Port Adelaide to not win was borderline unforgivable, mm. and and I think evening that up goes a lot a long way to fixing what our issue is, which is fundamentally not taking our opportunities. Totally agree. Uh, look, one thing I wanted to ask um, ask you guys, I've spoken with Sam a lot. We watched the game together, so we, we, we short, shared our thoughts there. But, but Mads, um, I look, much better game compared to the Port Adelaide game, but I don't think it was perfect. Do, do you have any thoughts of uh, you know players that probably could have done more, players you're a bit disappointed uh, in? Abs- maybe? Absolutely not perfect. Um, I think Harry's had a bit of a lull couple of games, um, which... You know, is is okay. At the end of the day, he has, you know, had, what, seven disposals. Um, but, I mean, look, he did, did some good things, but probably just not where he needs to be. Um, there's, you know, Ryan Clark waiting in the wings that can probably take his spot if required, so he'd probably need to step up. But, I mean, from a game perspective, you really just want four quarters of football. And I think we've been very lucky to have seen four quarters of football for the back half of last year when we went on our run. Mm. We we were constantly playing four quarters of really hard, intense pressure football. And I think, uh, you know, we we lost the game against Port and that that was there for the taking. And our, our third quarter, we were comprehensively beaten by, by Richmond. You fix them up. Pretty, uh, pr- it's pretty easy to see that still and forever, our best is the best in the competition, Dable. 
it is, mate. And that, yeah, to touch on a few things there, Noah, that where I sort of see some improvements, it, as Mad says, it, it's it's those little lulls in quarters that are still a, a little bit too frequent. Like that third quarter was pretty, you know, devastating from Richmond, although it didn't end up too bad on the scoreboard. What was it? They won it by two and a bit goals. Uh, you know, that that's what we have to fix up to go to the next level and, Look, boys, I, I won't be with you guys in the second and third seg, but if I was going to invite someone to the party, and this is a big name, boys, and I think he's been just off your, your 10%, 15% or so, but I think it's time for Luke Parker to, you know, just we need a little bit more out of him. And, and I'm not calling for his head or anything like that, but just a good old-fashioned deeds rev up. To, to Luke Parker <laughs> to deliver next week. Could it could it just be, Dable, that there are other people picking up the slack uh, around the footy? It, it definitely, mate. You, you make a good point there. And I don't think he's out of form. It's just, you know, it's probably, as I say, that 10 to 15% down on what we normally see. Yeah. And we've seen for the best part of, you know, 10, 12 years whatever he's been in the competition. Um, sure. But I think his input's slightly down, but, you know, you've got players like Errol and Chad and they're, they're picking up that slack well, in the that, middle. Yeah. So you, you make a good point. That, that's what I mean. And, and I, I, I agree he's probably, yeah, probably you're 10%, 15% down. But stats I look at when you see a player in that situation is things like tackles, right? And he's had six of them. So you 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 can see a drop of, of form a little bit, but you don't see a drop in intent. Um, and I think, as we saw with, with him mic'd up, there's so much he does when he doesn't have the footy um, that, that is putting players like Errol, players like Chad, and, and players like Tom Papley in the middle, putting them in good positions, pr- providing that leadership. But, but I, I totally appreciate what you're saying um, from, a, from an actual sort of game disposal impact point of view. There's probably a little bit of improvement, Noah. Yeah, look, on, on that, I was um, uh, glad you brought that up, Debs, because, look, I, I agree with both what uh, you and Mads are saying there. Um, but I tend to agree that it's felt a little bit off, and I think what I would want out of Parker that we maybe didn't get on Saturday is during that third quarter when we're copping a bit of a, a belting um, uh, during a, a very distinct patch of, of football where, yeah, we were getting hit, I would have liked to see him personally really try and turn that round in a way that Tom Papley was able to show. Um, in the, you know, Tom Papley, if he uh, he brings energy, he can single handedly flip the game on its head. Yep. I would have liked to see just a bit of that out of Parker, just being a very veteran um, and well established, excellent player. I don't necessarily think he's he's out of form either. No, I, I would disagree with that. And I mean, what happened to the Luke Parker forward injection? Remember when he kicked five yeah. goals? Yep. I mean, if he's low, can we see a bit of that? Maybe move him around. We were missing a key forward. There was space there. It's a good point. Dable? Yeah, no, you make a good point there, Sammy. Yeah, get him forward. You know, We know he's a good overhead mark. We know he's a good kick for goal. And he's done it in the past. So, yeah, that could play Parks into a bit of form. It's one of those things you want to keep as many players as you can in good form. And I don't don't think he's in bad form, but 
we want him up and flying and for sure at the same at the same time it is very early in the year boys so it's uh, all about that building that big body of water type stuff so tectonic sure plates we'll see that from past tectonic plate movement fellas so now, yeah, now we'll boys we've, I'm, no worries we've already been going 40 minutes so i'm just going to run through a couple robbie has been great um jake lloyd as per 25 touches. Thought Dylan Stevens, a little bit down in terms of touching the footy, but I still think he's doing great things. Um, Ooh, actually, see, this is where I wanted to get with this. I'm oh, a bit disappointed go. with Dill. Yeah. I want him to be really, really good. Like I, I want that more than more than th- a lot of things. I think we all do. Absolutely. Um, but I, and I, I paid particularly close attention to him on the weekend when I was watching with my brand new Samsung 75 inch TV but well, uh, and so I had I had good vision of him right there was uh, there was no mistake to the eyes but uh, um, I feel that if he's not getting as many touches um, in, in any particular game that he really needs to show he can impact the game off ball and I really thought his pressure was quite poor yeah I thought I thought his pressure was down that's probably fair I will say the wing very this this it's what, a tough I, role. This is what I talk about development, right? So they they're not always going to have blinders. These kids, and especially being on a wing, like we saw it a lot with Ollie Florent at the start of his career, it can be it can be really hard to inject yourself. So that's why I'm sort of saving my criticism. I know it was a quiet game. I he's got elite talent, but I'm saving my criticism for the moment. Yeah. Sammy. Corey Warner was strong, but <laughs> I, mean, I yeah. mean, yeah, I felt like that's what I'm looking for on the wing. If it goes out to a one-on-one, you got to be strong. You got to be hard. Um, that is a, one one point I was thinking about uh, during the game is that we've got Corey who isn't around the ball as much, but he does seem to impact the game a little bit more, show a bit more strength one-on-one. And if it comes down to picking out of the two, if you you want to win games, I think it's Dill, but. I want to get games into Corey after seeing that performance. They're, they're, well, you absolutely want to get games into Corey, but I mean, their stat line was similar at the end of the day. Oh, is that a problem, being that it was that, Corey's it is, debut it, game? It is a problem. It yeah. is a problem. For, for, I, for I, Dill, I mean. Corey, Corey spent a lot more time up up forward than Dill. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's right. True. So uh, that's oh, I, I completely appreciate what you're saying, but, but I don't necessarily want Dill to be dropped because of one bad game. I think that'd yeah. be awful. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Well, it, was but. it was it was it a bad game? I don't I don't see it as a bad game. Dable? Nah, definitely not. Look, you, you stick fat with Dill, and and then we talk about it a bit on here. The wing is a hard position. It's one, in one game you might it might be out on your wing, and you're having 35 touches. The, the next week, you know, it's out the other side and you're only having 10, 15. But, yeah, look, he's got some stuff to improve on one-on-one. But, look, you are going to get these inconsistencies with wingmen. And I think we've seen it with Oflo in the past and, you know, a few others. It is a hard position to play. Boys, as I said, 40 minutes. That was comprehensive. Ooh, yeah. that, that was great. I love having four. It's, it's, a lot, it's a lot to juggle, but it's um, good energies. Good energies, yeah. Yeah, look, um, Dable, any parting words uh, out in, out in Cooper Are you okay? Is it a bit berserk out there? Yeah, lady. Look, it's definitely showing me a different uh, side of Australia. There are some interesting characters getting around Cooper Pedy. Any, yeah, any, any Swanee scarves? Or is it too hot for uh, that? Nah, it's too hot for that, <laughs> mate. Um, yeah, there's not too many Swanee supporters out here or AFL fans as such either. But, um, yeah, yeah, thanks for having me, lads. Um, go well for the rest of the show. Um, and 
speak to you uh, in due course. Good on you, Deeble. Coming up, the ever-reliable fan-favourite social segment. We will be back. Now, Mads, you know what makes a house a home? What makes a house a home, The dude? back garden. The back garden. Now, if you need anything done in your back garden, Mads, you hit up Pat Clark at Dingo Landscapes and Designs on 0408-485-397 and speak to Pat and he can sort you out for anything you need. Even if you need a job, he's hiring first, second, third year apprentices. Hit up Pat, he can sort you out. Dingo Landscapes, hit him up on your Instagrams and get your garden sorted. Welcome back to True Bloods. Jeez, that was a bumper review with you boys and Deeble live from Cooper Pedy, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, absolutely. It was a, a, a very um, a lot of atmosphere in that one with Deeb's on the phone, <laughs> three in the stew. Like it's it was it was popping off the stew. Yeah, I like absolutely. that. The stew. Um, now, did you know that the social segment is proudly brought to you by? Wheeler's Oyster Farm in Pambula. I absolutely did know 162 that. 162 Arthur Kane Drive. Get down to the shed, see Jimmy. Open and closed oysters. Drop two bloods. He'll help you out. I might just. You might. You should. You should. Are you an oyster man, Sammy? Uh, yeah, I, I love one on an occasion. Grand final day. Had one. Uh, Probably a bad luck charm then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, Wheeler's Oysters, renowned. Get down there. See Jimmy at the sheds. Um, now look, we obviously, I mean, when, when we get a win like that, the faithful love to get on the voices. So I just want to just share some of the faithful's, uh, visceral minutes, visceral minutes, if you will. Is that a TGC thing as well? I don't don't know. No, I got that from you guys. You got that from me. I think I got that from TGC. Oh, okay. Um, here is, oh, it could be actually. I think it might be. Yeah. I think it might be. They have some cracking content. Oh, they do. Absolutely. Debel went absolutely berserk. Apparently anyone who saw him was, he was operating. What was this, sorry? At at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Just absolutely, full as 10 men, Mm. Noah. Right. He was moving around. He, he was operating. Ooh, absolutely. Unbelievable. Yeah. He was putting money over the bar. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> mm. Support the locals. You're goddamn right. And they are locals. Let's kick it off with Claire Curry. Lads, walking home in the rain. It's Claire from Adelaide. First time caller. It's my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Done. Paps was great. Blizzard was best for mine. For yours. Welcome to Adelaide. Hope you had fun. How good. How good is nice it? Nice and clean. Quick, clean. Adelaide local. I've met a few um, Adelaide local blood supporters. Really? Yeah. I think a grand final day we were wandering around with a few. Or, the, sorry, day before grand final day. The yeah, no, that's no. there's there's plenty of them that come over. It's, it's great. I mean, we're just everywhere. No. Yeah. Um, this is Ruthie from Caulfield. Faithful, it's yeah. Ruthie from Caulfield here. Hi, Ruthie. All I can say is, yee-haw, go those... <laughs> Blooders, they absolutely slaughtered those crap tigers, gave them a football lesson. Dogs. And I am, well, I'm a little bit, you know, a little bit sozzled because I've had a great time here with my nephew. Come on, come on, Matthew. Okay, the blood. Go the mighty bloods. We've got eight in more seconds. Whoops, forgot something. What about that mighty little Papley? He's a little. Goer. I mean, if you didn't follow the swans, you got to hate him. But we love him and we got him. So suck eggs. 
suck And eggs. they do. The ones who don't follow the swans, they do then tend to hate Tom Papley. Oh, absolutely. And suck Ooh. eggs as well. You, you yeah. can imagine, yeah. I mean, if he didn't play for us, you couldn't you couldn't stand him. Oh, I like an antagonist, actually. No, but the thing is, he's good for the game. He really is. Fundamentally good for the game. It's funny. Australians are so funny because they will say... We need more personality in the game. Everyone's just a robot. Somebody shows a bit of personality and they cut him down. They love to hate, Mads. Love to hate. I love to hate. Ryan Petrusifix. Petrusifix? Petrusifix? Tommy Papley. Tommy Papley. The party's coming to you. He'll kick us a few. Walking in a Papley Wonderland. <laughs> this is content. Fucking hell's up, boys? What a win. The voice is gone. Oh, jeez. How fucking good is that? I can actually sleep well. I thought we were going to throw it away at halftime, but bloody oath, we stuck fat faithful. Enjoy that. Have a bevy to that. Debs, you're a fucking legend, mate. Prior to the game. <laughs> fucking, that is some GFC right there, to be honest. <laughs> GF fucking C. Hope you're having a smashing week, boys, because I fucking will be. <laughs> up the potty, up the swannies. Let's go. Now, he's gone for 25 more <laughs> seconds, and he said, I'll cop the one-minute-plus voice message suspension on the chin, fellas. So <laughs> if he's going to cop it on the chin, here we go. It's better be proud. good. I know it's been a minute, and I'm happy to cop this on the chin. Honestly, <laughs> boys, whatever you give me, I'll take. I'm not going to challenge the uh, decision, but how good is Corey Warner? I know he only had a few, but fuck me dead. He didn't do much wrong, did he? First game of footy. And Gould as well, Will Gould. Boys, we are set. Fuck yeah, up the pot. He's pumped, Riser. I love it. A good entertainer. I love it. That's phenomenal. Um, I'm just going to scroll through here and just try and find another one. Sam, I'm going blind here, Faithful, because... You know, there's no devil here. The boys the boys can't sort of direct me in any sort of way. It's true. So it's just, all up to Mads here. It's all up to me. And um, here's one from Josh Martin on Saturday morning, 8.45am. It's the lizard. The lizard <laughs> is a lizard. That's all I have to say. Up the potty, up the swannies. Okay, these, do you know what? These, this is what we want. This Songs, is the sort of... Lizard this sound is effects. Sort of stuff. This That's clean. Here we go. 12.20 on Saturday. Good afternoon, Faithful. Eyes up. After the game for mine, I for think yours. Chad Warner probably gets a lot, of, a lot of credit, as he should, but I think Chad played a ripper of a game. Errol Goulden, 25 touches, didn't miss a kick all game. It was lovely. And perhaps six goals. Up the potty. On you, Isaac. That was berserk. Were you having breakfast during that, perhaps? Yeah, he um, correctly identified that Papley kicked six goals. And it was impressive. And we did love it. It's unbelievable. true. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, uh, maybe we haven't made enough out of that. It was just uh, scintillating. Six goals is nuts. I mean, That's berserk. It's, 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 today's it, game. It is absolutely berserk. How many people kick bags at six goals? Yeah. Not many. Jeremy Cameron, Let basically. alone a small forward. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Charlie Cameron, maybe, on, on his best day. Toby T, Saturday, 1 p.m. Toby T calling in from uh, from New Zealand. Oh, over here uh, watching my daughter's um, soccer team go around. But still, due to the wonders of modern technology, I managed to watch last night's game. I was very <laughs> impressed. 
I was very happy with Paps, as I'm sure we mm. all were, but what I wasn't happy with, what did we learn last night, my love? BT's a tool. BT's a what? BT's a fucking tool. Yeah! Fucking tool! <laughs> For God's sake, if you're going to commentate, be fair-handed about it. When we scored that winning goal, it was like someone had died! Fellas, <laughs> love your work. Up the swans, up the potty. Oh. Mads, is that my licence? Am, am I good to go here? Because, yeah, uh, you know what? And this is... Um, Mavericks window and gutter plane cleaning whack of the week. <laughs> yeah, here we go. go. Go for it, Noah. Oh, good, good lord! And I watched this with Sam, as I said on my brand new TV. I was so pumped to watch this game. I had. A, I also bought Mads uh, a nice soundbar to go with it. Now, soundbar, beautiful soundbar. So you'd think sound quality quite good. You However. Would think so. Absolutely not, because of the filth that came through that soundbar. I, I thought it was broken because of how bad this commentary was. It was shocking, wasn't it? Was it was so one-sided. It, it's like they did not know the Swans were even playing. There was a. I actually took a photo at some point. I don't know if I still have it. Where towards just at like late in the last quarter, when we just about sealed the deal, they they put up. Um, they started mentioning the injuries of Richmond and put yeah. up a list of the of of Richmond's injuries as if we don't have a list of injuries. Comparable, like, like that is ridiculous. They're basically making excuses for Richmond before the game is over um, as to why they've lost. Like, go fuck yourselves, Fox. Wow, how we Noah goes whack. Sponsored by Mavericks, uh, Windows, Windows cleaning, and, Window and, and gutter cleaning. Jake Colin McGuire. Noah, Jake Colin McGuire, <laughs> get him on the blower. Get through to his Instagram. Give him a follow. It's look at inflation at the moment. We need <laughs> yes. our community to get as much business as possible. It's coming into winter. Give Jakey a call. We've got him on Instagram. I'll share his Instagram. Give him a follow. Get the traction up. Get involved. Everyone needs to go to clean sound. I, I tend oh. to remember it's it's we're in um, uh, autumn now, aren't we? Matt? Correct. So um, I, I tend to think that that usually means leaves, leaves are, falling. are falling off trees. Mm. Yep. So, and and then yep. Sam, that would lead you to believe that maybe you'd seek out the services of Mavericks gutter cleaning and window and gutter window cleaning. And Come, and on gutter cleaning. Come on, boys! Come on, boys! Yeah, um, yeah. It's a good no, bloke out in the wet Melbourne's West, I believe. He's a good fella. Burnside Heights, yep. Jake from Burnside Heights. He hasn't hasn't sent her a voicey uh, recently, but that's uh, unlike him. That's He's okay. busy. He's getting all the business from yeah, his exactly. Park. There's been go. some absolutely phenomenal GFC. Uh, I'm just going to swap over to the old Fassa book. And um, just understand sort of what's happening over here. There's a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Where's Willie A? But there's there was Willie A. Did you feel the same way, Mads, about that commentary? I did. It was shocking. Oh. It was shocking. Well, like I, I tend to think, I tend to feel pretty neutral about it usually, and I actually think there's some commentators out there that tend to. Yeah, pat our backs a bit. I think Dermot loves us a bit because of the the Hayden McLean connection. Yes, but mm-hmm. um, but but we got absolutely none of that love on on Saturday night. Oh, Friday night. Sorry, it was all Richmond. Wholeheartedly agree. No, that look at this. So often, as I've said, I would love a home team. Yes. I love baseball, right? Well, I love baseball. Love, exactly I love baseball. Right. Yeah. You get the home. Like I was listening to it at work today. You can get the home or away broadcast, and it's not it's not overly biased. It's not overly biased, but it's just a slant that they they feel what you feel. It's not pretending. They're not pretending no, exactly. to be neutral. It's so you know? good. I, I wish. I mean, imagine having like we'd always have Jared Healy. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, he actually loves us. Yeah. So much. And Derm, actually, yeah. a Swan's legend yeah. as well. <laughs> <But> he is. <laughs> oh, he is, isn't he? Hey, we got Saundo. Saundo. 
Bang on one minute. <laughs> Dave's Mads Faithful, Saunder from Pennant Hills here. Assume you're all well. Jeez, how good is Pat Blee and how good is Liz? How good's Chad Warner? Gotta love beating Richmond. Isaac Heaney, back to the level that we expect from him. Hopefully that's a stepping stone for improvement. But just a quick whack of the week to the Ooh. faithful or the Ooh. Facebook community, man, for the reactions to the team sheets. Why was everyone so concerned? I never understood why everyone was so worried. Uh, of course, our three key pillars are down, but we've got a fucking great side and Richmond the bang average. Back the lads in for a change. And all the stuff about Will Gould not being in the 22. What, is he the fucking second coming of Christ? Is he the bloke who can walk on water? Because it didn't look like that to me. I'm yeah. a bit of a pig, though. I've never really been on the hype train. He's not a Will but that's Gould just player. for mine. For yours? On to the Cattery next week. Cannot wait. Up the potty. Up the swannies. Yeah, Saundo doesn't really buy into the hype per se. I did see about that. Will Gould. Conversations were had about Conversations that. Conversations were had. Um, but, I mean, fundamentally, yeah, I, I, I don't know why people were panicking. So many people, in not, numerous group chats I'm in, people were panicking about our lack of defence. And it just, as I said, it gives you an option to be creative. Absolutely, there's no issues there, and we had Will Gould ready to go. I just, yeah, there was, um, there was a, a few of us, um, uh, standing against Saundo in the in the Will Gould uh, debate, and um, but look, I'm sure there are people like uh, Saundo who feel the hypes maybe uh, gone a bit too far with Will Gould, and um, and uh, yeah, so if, hey, if you stand with Saundo, yeah, be. Be uh, loud and proud. Hashtag stand with Saundo. Yeah. Um, and also, Whack of the Week from Saundo, sponsored by Mavericks Window and Gutter Cleaning. So get back <laughs> yes. in touch with Jake Colin Maguire, please, for God's sake. Throw him some business. <laughs> Amanda Latham. Phenomenal. Phenomenal stuff. Thank you, Amanda. Uh, Blake Mather. G'day fellas, Blake Mather here from Sydney. Um, look, fucking just got back from the casino actually um, in Adelaide and, and what a night it was. Um, reckon we throw around the term Happy Friday a little bit too often these days, but um, I reckon it's fucking fitting for today, eh? Um, really great to meet some of you boys down at um, the Guardsman pre-game. Kicked on with a few of you on the hill, which was fantastic. Oh, we love that. Yeah, look, what a night it was. We're up and about, I reckon, when, when Papley, I think he kicked all six of his goals um, in the second half and we kicked away, which was fucking fantastic, <laughs> lads. Um, chatty through the middle, um, breaking the lines. He was really good. Logan leading up. Um, look, down the, down the that, that's okay. getting a little bit better when Logan's a number one there. So it'll be very interesting to see what we do there. And um, look, three and two, lads, back back in the positives. Back in the top four, um, big game next week. Got a couple of two of the next three weeks. We got fucking Geelong. <laughs> I think we got okay. got, the, got the Sydney Derby, um, and then the Pies. So if we can go two 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 one there, we're fucking in this up to our eyeballs, lads. <laughs> Ciao. I love it. I loved that. That was phenomenal. Um, got a couple more. Willie A. Ooh. Hoi, Willie A from Wallara here. <laughs> Got to say, I flew in from South America this morning and uh, missed all of the last couple of games. So watched all three in succession. And the difference with this one, when the going got tough, 
fuck me, the Swans got going. Just those smothers, those tackles, when it really, really counted towards the end of the game. That was the difference today. I mean, the scoreline definitely flattered us, but fuck, you take that win any day of the week. I don't know. I, I still feel like there's a lot of things we need to work on for sure, but I reckon that's the kind of win that gives us a lot of confidence. You know, backs against the wall, really digging in for each other, and I think this is the kind of win that really sets us up. You know, it gives us that belief that if we can put in the effort, then the results are there. I think that's very astute. Of, of course. Willie A, excellent stuff there. He's back from South America, three games straight. Now that is a Bloods fan. Pretty phenomenal. Absolutely. Was a Brown. Boys. Faithful. Now, let me tell you, this game had more twists and turns than a roller coaster at Luna Park. The Swans came out firing with more energy than a bloke on his first V8 supercar ride. The third quarter saw Richmond starting to claw their way back into the game like a hungry dingo after a snag. But that didn't stop our <laughs> beloved bloods. Hell no, they thought tooth for nail like a couple of possums in a scrap over a meat pie. And in the end, they emerged victorious like a bunch of proud swans strutting their stuff. And so they should. It was absolute resilient footy. For mine, for yours, let me tell you, when Papley kicks a snag, he sticks his tongue out like a thirsty dog trying to lap up some water from a creek. <laughs> and why the bloody hell not? He's earned it. And Corey Warner, dare I mention a little bit of scoreboard impact? We Speaking love impact, a little bit of scoreboard. I'll be celebrating the win, strutting my stuff around Sydney in that awesome Tom Papley True Bloods t-shirt, <laughs> looking like perhaps I kicked six last night. Merch plug. and up the bloods. Big was for very good, Wazza. Very good stuff. Um, I got reckon we got time for one more. Oh, yeah. Uh, Simon Modra. Deebs, Mads, Faithful. It's Mods here from Plimpton in the Gatherround State. Uh, Deebs, thanks for the beers on Friday night at the Guardsman. It was great to catch up with the Faithful. Big Phil. Big Phil. Walk across the bridge. To see the old Swannies, the marvellous Bloodstained Angels, pump the tigers, which is always a good thing for mine, boys. For yours. yours. J-Mac, he's suffering the Samson effect. He chopped his mullet and he chopped his form. So, J-Mac, my advice is uh, grab back the mullet and your form will come back. Uh, the big fellas did an all right job on Friday night. It was good to see uh, McLean throw his weight around and Laddams is coming on, so let's back those guys. They'll be right. I'd like to see Sheldrick get a berth coming up soon, so up the Swannies and up the potty. On your simo. Now, that was phenomenal. There's a, there's a few few other ones. Actually, you know what? Last one. Ooh, oh, no, okay. no, actually, not last one. Can you read out the uh, social question, please, Noah? I absolutely can. So, <clears throat> I've, I have read this, and it, it is a cracker, so congrats to... Was this you this was actually Deeble. This Deeps. was Deeble. Well done, Deeps. On a scale of one to Braden Campbell's left foot goal from 50 in the rain, how happy are you with the first five rounds? I don't think there's much like those uh, those uh, that, that left foot oh, from phenomenal. 50 metres in phenomenal. the rain. But... Best answers are read out on the potty, yeah, as have, always. Have you uh, have you got some there, Sammy? Yeah, I've got one here from Bradley Crawford, and it says, Not sure we've really been pushed hard. This week should be great to show how far we've come and what the future looks like. The Cats might have started low, but they're a good side. Let's redeem last year's grand final and show the competition that they're in our fucking crosshairs. Ooh, <laughs> come love on. It. <laughs> love it. Love it. Well read. We like I felt that. that. I felt that, Sam. Really well read, yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yep. Well, I, 
tough act to follow, Noah. Yeah, well, no, uh, very easy when um, I've got a comment as good as um, Beck H, who um, gotten gotten their own uh, six likes here for this one as well, and it, and it goes like this. Low kicks, 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 low kicks. Enough said. Enough said, Sammy. Yeah, we've got one here from Ramey McCarroll. Would like to see less injuries, and I think, personally, that's a great idea. We should look into that. Yeah, I agree. We should look into that. The goal kicking's been a big factor. Kick a little straighter, and you're sitting at four and one. Overall, reasonably happy with how we're playing. Need the big fellas up front to start hitting the scoreboard a bit more. Just sent the Budwa an invite to the party. Need him to start kicking his set shots. I'm not expecting him to be launching them from 60 anymore, but needs to be converting those set shots from 45 and in. It's so true. Yeah. Critical. Bad kicking's bad football, Sammy. Yeah, but set it up for him. Give him more looks, too. Um, give him more looks. Give him more give looks. Give him more looks. Yeah. You reckon he doesn't get enough looks? He doesn't. He's the only bloody person we kick to, Sammy. He's the option, but it's all contested stuff. It's not his game. Yeah. But that's it's coaching. That's, that's, why I'm say, that's why I'm saying he's being played. He's being used incorrectly for mine. Yeah. For yours. Uh, no, that's not deep. That's uh, mad. Yeah, they're correct. Mm, yeah. Close. Um, <laughs> but, but I just think we're using him incorrectly. But when you get. I mean, a forward, especially a forward like Bud, expects, you know, lead and mark. I mean, that's how he's played. That's how he's got most of his goals, you know. But he's playing um, out of the goal square. Yeah, see, it's coaching. Um, I don't I don't think it works for him. And I don't... Yeah, I mean, we saw Logan. When Logan wasn't getting the, the same amount of shots as, he, as yeah. he did without Bud, he was more inconsistent in front of goal. Yeah. Uh, have you got one? There it is. Um, oh, I'm struggling, actually. Um, he's had uh, all we'll that go, time. Yeah, Oliver ninety three ninety three. I think just a settled team, really unsettled with injury. Uh, Logan and Eshe are already benefiting from consistent game time. Just want this to continue. Would like to see Gould get a bit more of a gig and Roberts too. I think we can all agree there. I think we can. Mm. I think we can. One more from you, Sammy, and we'll just do some voices. Yeah, I've got Troy Williams here. I wasn't confident with our chances missing all our tools, so I was happy for the win. Pumping them by 40-plus was an added bonus. Heaney was awesome in the last, did some great work in contests. Need more of that. Paps and Lizard, great all night, 7 out of 10. Also, Ooh. did you see those VFL flogs during On the Couch? <laughs> they showed a chart for offense slash defense, currently only Sydney and Essendon in the top tier. But they spent about half a second on Sydney, then raved about Bombers and Pies and Saints for the rest of the segment. Yeah, well, why do you reckon we do the pod, Sammy? Oh, I'm shocked, That's guys. Exactly I really am. You're telling me Victorian media didn't give us the time of day. Yeah, oh, perish I'm shocked. Thought. Yeah. Um, all right, here's a voice here from Jimmy Wheeler of Wheeler's Oyster Farm in Pamela, New South Wales. Yeah. G'day. James here from Marimbula. Um, for mine, for yours, about a 7 out of 10. Pretty happy with how the boys have performed. Three out of five isn't too bad. A lot to work on. Uh, we've got a few injuries now, so it'll be good to throw uh, Willie Gould in again, give him another go. Sure, uh, has to be. Foxy, I thought, was caught out a bit without the two McCartan boys. Tough game. Tommy's been playing pretty well this year. Uh, yeah, so going forward... I'd like to see a bit more rough stuff from the boys. I was a bit unhappy with how Errol was pushed around by Shea Bolton and the same with Nick Blakey. 
and I didn't really see anyone run in and try and look out for for their mates. So that's what I'm sort of looking to see going forward, as well as um, more team team stuff. It looks like Chad blazing away uh, was starting to pee off some of the boys. So let's lower the eyes, hit some targets going forward, and um, you know get a win this. On you, Jimmy. Um, yeah, look, I tend to agree. I think, well, I, Juzzy definitely got in Pickett's face after he pushed Blakey over, so I like that. But, yeah, it probably could have been a bit more. When when it, Shea Bolton almost took Errol Gordon's head off, I probably wanted a little bit more remonstration for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love a bit of fight back. So uh, I think Blakey's lost a bit of that as well. He used to have a bit more fire in him. It's probably a good thing that he doesn't anymore. But well, I yeah, I think, I think we're just really well drilled, to be yeah, honest, yeah. and focused. Discipline's yeah. there now. Do we need to take it to a team like Richmond, like, you know, with the jumperies? I don't think we even bother. We've got the 50 metres. Yeah, I mean, that's it's good fair. good to see, but if the intensity's there, move on. Um, I tend to agree. Now, I'm just going to have a look on the Instagram. Winning is better. For... Interestingly, uh, in the VFL, you know who had a bit of aggro? Oh, let's hear it. Who? Tom Longmire. Tom Longmire, yes. Did yeah. you just say Tom Longmire? Are, are you Longmire's aware son? that John Longmire's son has been has played the past three games, I believe? I in the was VFL? aware that he was operating in and around the list in some capacity, but I actually I'm embarrassed to say I didn't. Key defender, key defender. We, we've lacked uh, key defenders. How obviously. old is he? Eighteen. Uh, I want to say twenty. No, he's he's past draft age. So oh really? He's not. He's a VFL player, um, and, and I don't know if he'll go much further than that, but. Um, yeah, his his draft year's come and gone. Agro, though. Yeah, he was agro. He was bringing it to a key forward. It was a bit taller than him, like had a full head on him, but he was really bringing it to him. Okay, well, there you go. Keegan Rodney. Fellas, faithful, Keeg's coming to you from Cape Town, South Africa. Whoa. And I have a whack of the week for you. Oh, yes. Maverick Sweden down to I've gone with Laddam's brain fade, but I'm going to go with the commentating of that game. Yes! Oh, it was atrocious. We were up the whole game and playing well considering our challenges. But all it was was Richmond this, Richmond that. Richmond still have a chance. I am so over it. Anyway, up the potty, up the Swannies. On you, Kagan. Uh, sponsored by Mavericks Window and Gutter Cleaning that week of the week. I think they, they must be mandated to just mm. get behind whoever's not winning the yeah. game. Yeah, absolutely. They've but, got but to then, get those people interested. I, I don't know if it's just... I can't recognise it when I'm watching it, but I just don't hear it in other games. Like if Collingwood are winning, they're still talking about Collingwood. Yeah, well, I don't think we uh, when we're losing we get much of a no much love either. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, you look at the viewership, right? You look who's really tuning in. You look who's starting to tune out, and you're reeling back in. I mean, Collingwood yeah. always has big numbers. Collingwood's never really winning by much. That's true. So, Bergs. Hello boys, it's Bergs here from Horsham. Uh, for mine. For yours. yours. Yes, for mine. Yeah. Three out of five. I am content. I think I would have been pretty stoked with four out of five with the Port Adelaide uh, dilemma, but look, you take it as it comes, don't we? Um, one thing I think we need to improve on is forward contested marking. Always. Short and sweet. I just don't think we have... I don't have the trust in the forward lines to be taking a contested mark. You can watch Richmond and you know that Lynch is going to be taking a pack mark. Look, we have Marty. Not anymore. Legs gone. 
So I think one thing we should improve on is forward contested marking. That's all I've got to say. Looking forward to the grand final redo. Up the potty, up the swannies. Let's go, baby. Good man. Mm. How good. I think, yeah, look, three mm. out of five is a passing mark, I think, you know. What well, is? I would tend to agree. Yeah. We've got a couple more. Uh, cats, we love cats. Here we go. Boys, I trust you are well. Cats from Cremorne here. What I want to see this week is more youth coming through the side. Good opportunity with all the injuries. So let's get some more debutantes through. Big test against the cats. By extension to the question, I want to see a bit more accuracy in front of the big sticks. We're going rougher than David Schwartz at bloody Randwick. <laughs> so let's get it right. Up the potty, up the bloods. Let's go. Let's go. We got Jilla. Evening, lads. Jilla here from Deanside. Um, straight on to the Ask the Faithful. So between one and five, how happy am I at the season? I'm going to go 3.75. Um, I look at the year. It's only been five rounds. We should really be four and one. Um, the one blemish I'm going to really discuss is obviously Melbourne. I'll look at it as Melbourne, where we just got beaten by a far better team. Melbourne better yep. that day. Yep. What we should have won. Um, clearly the better team all day. We didn't get the chocolate, so it is what it is. Um, things we need to improve on, I think it's our development of players. So, like what we did with Dill Stevens last year, uh, Will Gould needs to be given proper game time and just time to develop. Listen, if he messes up, he messes up, but he needs time, and we need to see if he's actually going to be someone pushing forward. Um, that's going to take on that next Dane Rampey type role. Um, otherwise, I think we're we're going all right at the start of the year. I tend to agree. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I tend to agree. Astute. I think it is astute. Um, I think we are pretty much pretty much done. Right, I'm just going to do Stephen Kuipers. 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 I'm not sure. Here we go. I thought Stephen from uh, West Gosford here and. Uh, yeah, just to answer the question about how I rated the last five rounds, um, I think we're pretty solid. It's not the full Braden Campbell leg, but it's you know it's almost <laughs> there. Um, which that kick was amazing, made me jump and shout out of my seat. Um, so very excited um, about the future and about these young Swannies. Um, and uh, I just want us to at least win three or four more of our next five games and just keep that rolling. It'd be good. Keep our winning mm. I think that's fair. Three or four of every five games that we play and well, that's how you that make top four. get us into the top four in the finals. Spot on. And uh, just a quick one from a few weeks ago. Uh, you guys asked me about the, well, my football, American football background. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, Here, we, go. Here we go. And so with my past with American football, I grew up in Green Bay. Oh, no Packers. Uh, and all my entire family are massive Packer fans and everything. And my brother's even been on ESPN for some of his Packer reactions. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Um, and basically what has happened, probably was around, you know, 02, 03, 04, Packers were stinking. And I had lots of friends who were big Falcons fans. And I kind of just joined on with them. And, and uh, yeah. It's unique. And I've carried Rogue. along ever since, uh, you know, going through 
all the ups and downs of the Falcons if you know their history. I do. Uh, with Michael Vick and Matt Ryan and oh, Jesus. that damn 2016. Cool. You know what he did? 2017 Super Bowl run. That was hilarious. With he who should not be named. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's my little update. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Steven. That's good. <laughs> That's good. I was wondering what happened there. Yeah, Michael Vick's a piece of shit. Yeah, it's a it's a shame because he was very very good. Very like, good so his highlights are like some of the best yeah, highlights. Um, now, so thank you everyone for sending through your responses. That's phenomenal. Few we couldn't get to. Got to keep the social seek short and sharp these days. Did want to touch on Flurio Gin. Um, it's it's just been Shane McGore. Um, phenomenal. Phenomenal response. So many people have bought it. Sammy, you've bought one. Sammy, no, you've we, bought we one. We actually went halvesies and um, we did. Uh, we, we purchased one. We won't say why, um, but um, it's, a, it's a special surprise. So we're, we're pretty pumped. Um, I know Debel tried it on the weekend, said it was phenomenal. I've got a couple coming my way. Um, get get o- get over there. I mean, Shane's um, kindly, kindly put that together. If you love your gin, get around that. Um, we've got the, the link in the description. Uh, but other than that, boys, I think that's a pretty comprehensive social segment. Um, and thanks very much for Wheeler's Oysters, mm. Wheeler's Oyster Farm, 162 Arthur Kane Drive, Pambula, New South Wales. Get down there, see Jimmy at the sheds. Um, phenomenal stuff, boys. Absolutely. Anything to add? Are we good? Are we good? We're pretty good there. We're comprehensive social comprehensive. segment. Yeah. I think yeah. That there's some really good, short, sharp footy content coming through, and I'm really enjoying it. Don't go away. We have the preview of the grand final rematch coming up next. Let's go. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, dude? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? It's how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The Faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods. What a bloody social seg. Don't we just... Love the social segment, boys. We absolutely love the social segment. And boy, wasn't it a cracker this week. Oh, that was electric. Um, now, we have a very, very, very big test. Probably the biggest test that we've had this year, boys. Geelong at the beach house. Now, I've been telling people all week, it's the beach house. And they're like, well, what do you mean? Well, we have a bloody cracking winning record there, boys. And I think we can bloody do it again. What do you think, Sammy? Yeah, it's comfortable and cosy in the winter. It is. Mm. Yeah, safe as houses. Safe as houses. I um, Look, there's no doubt about it. We're still in a situation where we are significantly stretched. And you uh, you read out a headline before. Noah, we're not. What did the headline say, actually? Uh, let me get it back up. Uh, Swans won't rush veteran tools despite injury crisis. And, Sammy, I'm not too fussed with that, if I'm being honest. I think we were put in a situation last week where we could try a few things, see people in different positions, and I thought it was great. And I think it makes us more unpredictable. I mean... I know he's out, but Joel Amati had more contested marks in the first 30 seconds without Buddy than with him the week before. So, like, in, for the whole game. 
So that just shows you how it really opens up that forward line. Yep, yep. And, I mean, look, I, I don't necessarily want to get into the the buddy convo, but, I mean, yeah, it's funny. You, you A, don't want to rush him back because there's there's still value in Buddy Franklin. Absolutely. Right? There's still significant value in Buddy Franklin. No so doubt there. you don't want him just coming in and coming out. That's not going to be good for continuity. But what do you think? Do you think anyone comes out? Jeez, uh, that's a tough question. See, I want Dill to sort of develop inside the centre circle in the VFL for five weeks. For five wow. weeks. Okay. So, like, it, so yeah, so it's consistent, right? So, if you look, if he is going to leave the side, that it's for a, a certain amount of time. Do you think it warrants that, though? Do you think his performance warrants that? Yeah, I just think he wants to be stronger. He wants to be an inside mid. I want to see him develop in that because I'm not convinced... He's necessarily the best option for the wing right now. I want to see him be valuable down the stretch this season. I actually I, I tend to agree with um with with my younger my younger boy over here, <laughs> uh, and um I, I I actually think his his performance is possibly worthy of of, a, of being dropped. However, I don't necessarily think that him being dropped is the best choice either because. I'd like to see a player given a chance to bounce back, um, particularly a young player like Dill. Who takes his spot? Corey. Sheldrick. Uh, Sheldrick. One concern there is that I haven't seen the VFL yet, but Mm. he had next to no touches on the weekend and he might have been on limited minutes. I say next next to none, but it was 10 touches. Yeah, so I'm cons- maybe he's carrying something a little bit. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what was that? No, it's one take, boys. We're one, take. We, 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 one take only. Um, look, I think... So, Sheldrick didn't have a great one in the VFL. Well, I think he... like I, I, That's very unusual for him. Uh, he, before this week, was absolutely tearing the, tearing the house down. Yeah, right? interesting. Well, would you like yeah. to hear it from someone who watched the game? Did you watch it, did you, mate? Good for you. you let us know what, what's going on here. Uh, yeah, he looked like the most solid player there. I guess he played less minutes, um, but, gee, he looked good in those minutes. Really? Yeah. Even with 10 touches, he looked that good? Yeah, no, I, I guess he was only playing early because he, he seemed to have a lot of it early. I mean, I think he had a shot at goal that didn't um, go all right, but he looks like Sheldrick. He looks strong. I haven't seen him look weak. I watched the past few weeks, and he looked exceptional. Like... Hmm. Easily the best in the team. Yeah, um, right. Most most important player in that VFL team. Does Corey Warner keep his spot? Yeah, absolutely. I like it. And not one game and then drop him. I don't like that at uh, all. Neither and, do and I. Not, I don't think many of us do. So I'd like to see him go around for at least, bare minimum, one more. Ideally two. Yeah, you'd want you'd want three weeks, I think. I'd like to see him find a reason to drop him. Look, like, we, we come up against a team that, Won a flag last year. I don't. I, I don't. I don't remember watching the grand final. I don't know who it was against. Um, but I think, you know, I mean, they've beaten Hawthorne. They've beaten West Coast. I don't know where they are at the moment. They do look a bit slower, but they've got weapons. Are they the only two teams they've beaten? They had a they had doesn't... a putrid start to the they year. Had a that's, shocking start. That's just not but, much. No, bottom of the ladder, I think, to start the first. That's that's three the rounds. only two teams they've beaten. Yeah, I mean, I refuse to watch their game, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I'm with you there. Yep. <laughs> gee, that sounds dreadful. They lost to Gold slow. Coast. So yeah, I mean, we lost to Gold Coast last season, I think, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, we thumped them in round one, didn't we? Yeah. But so you got Jeremy Cameron. Mm. Robbie Fox did a phenomenal job. Yeah, he'll he'll go to him. He'll go to him. Yep. for sure. 
I mean, you've got guys. It's it's hard to get a read last week because you know West Coast are a glorified waffle side, but a few people kick goals. Mm. You know, Brad Close kicked four. Yeah, he scares me. I'll be honest. We're gonna be we're gonna be a little bit stretched down back again. That fundamentally, I mean, I think Hickey's a chance to come in, but then again, there's no Reece Stanley, oh. which makes it. Which makes the task a little, that little bit less worrisome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, totally agree. It, it, is Tom Stewart out or is he in? I think he's in, isn't he? Because if he is, um, Ryan Clark with 27 touches in the VFL, that is his Play a defensive role. role. That's his role. The defensive yeah. forward, the, ta- the, the forward line tag is what he uh, uh, made. A, that's how he made a name for himself last year. And he was exceptional down there. Is, that, is, it, is he ready? You tell me. For who? Brad Close? Uh, Stewart. Tom Stewart. Well, um, obviously none of us remember that grand final, but <laughs> it didn't seem like it worked. And what is it? How much height has Tom Stewart got on Ryan Clark? So what he's, he's going to a key He forward. absolutely dwarfs him. Yeah. Look, 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 well, Tom Stewart is a, a medium to small defender, I thought. Cause, oh. uh, and, uh, well, I mean, yes, Ryan went to him in the, in the grand final, but, um, look, I think it's fair to say if we're looking at a, a, a data set that the grand final can be put down as an outlier because of how that went. I, I think nothing worked in the grand final. So I don't like to use that as an example for, for much thoughts. I mean, I think the Tom Stewart tag was a classic example of maybe just how far off we were in that grand final going in. Just a bit of, what are you going to do? He's going to be on a key forward, right? He's going to be on one of our tall forwards. He's, he's going to be a Logan probably. Yeah, so what, are we going to switch him? Are we going to do the old switch tactic and then put Ryan Clark on Tom Stewart just to see him get his 30 touches with the intercepts anyway? I don't think it'll work. I don't oh. see why you bring Ryan back. Because Ryan almost, has 27. You know, what, you know who Ryan might be even better suited to? Like an Isaac Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's through the he midfield runs. usually, isn't he? Hey, well, well, not a problem. But off the well, in the parts. VFL, Ryan was running. He was yeah, he could run. Of, he's got. He a was tank. doing no, but he was doing running through the guts, twos and threes, getting the ball back. Um, he's filled out, but he's running harder than anyone on the field in Blacktown. So keep that in mind. Isaac Smith is very important for them. Very well, important. So very important. If he can shut him down, I'm all for it. I don't necessarily think he's he's needs to come back in straight away. No. Um, but it's an option. It's an option. Well, he, I mean, Will Gould stays in as well, surely. Surely. How are the McCartan brothers tracking? What's uh, the... No, yeah, out, out. Out. Both out? Out. Yeah, Will Gould must stay in. And that, must like, there stand, is uh, there is no question about that. So what, he goes to Hawkins? He, Well, someone has to. And yeah, <laughs> we ready. don't have... That is, that is a baptism by bloody fire. <laughs> Although... Uh, I love it. Mm. I love it. Didn't we have? I, th- I thought we chatted about this leading into the grand final. Which one of uh, of Hawkins and Cameron is bigger? I, I thought Cameron was bigger, as and I thought that might be a better fit for Gould with Fox going to Cameron. Hawkins. Maybe bigger. I reckon Hawkins is probably heavier. Mm. Okay, um, but that's I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure. I yeah. haven't heard anything about Rampy. Uh yeah. It said his neck still sore. Yeah. So it's a weird one. It's interesting. I think Will Gould just goes to Hawkins and we see what happens. Just give him the test. Yeah, surely. They're There's gonna, no one else. They're going to test Dane Rampey, I think. I think they're these are chance, but um, again, no need I to still, rush it. It, it just feels like the, the, the rhetoric coming out of Sydney is I don't think they're rushing anyone. No. I really don't think. I really, I mean, yeah, what is it, round six? Yeah, yeah. No need to rush anyone back yet. 
I mean, it's it's a if we can if we can win this, which I strongly strongly think we can, mm. this really sets us up. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Rushing people back never helped anyone either. I don't know if you you might remember Sam Reid in the grand final, Mads. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Do you reckon we don't, rushed him back? Don't. <laughs> don't. Mads My has strong God. feelings on this. Um, who are you inviting to the party, Sammy? If Dill's playing, then Dill. We invite Dill to the party. Although, whoever's playing on Brad Close, I think one of our small defenders, maybe Jake Lloyd. Jake I'd Lloyd. love to see a big one from Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd had 25 last week. Yeah, well, he's, you know, he's had days where he's had 35. Yeah. And I'd love to see what that. What do you want to see more out of Jake Lloyd? The leadership in the back line. Because as you saw um, last week against Richmond, they had that quick transition game, and at times we were looking lost. Um, and Dane Rampey's not there. We're missing half our back line. Yep. But I'd just love to see a little yeah, more. That, yeah, that, that probably did. We were bereft of that. We were a little bit disorganized. Yeah. When they were playing that transition game, for sure. Noah, who are you inviting to the party? Uh, look, in in the case of a game against Geelong, that will get a, a lot of um, Victorian media hype. I'd like to see a guy that isn't talked about much, so the the media can go, "Oh boy, who's this guy?" You know, "Oh, what a, what a great game from him." So, look, maybe a maybe a Will Hayward. Or a Justin McInerney. I think it's tailor-made for Wilbur, this game. Will Hayward to, to really get off the chain. Yep. Stamp yourself. Three goals. Oh, Three goals from Will Hayward. Please. Bit of impact up the ground maybe as That'd well. That'd be huge. Yeah. Yep. It's big It's big for Heaney as well. I think I, I would want Heaney to build on his performance now. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Like, just keep it, like, find the consistency in yep. your game. Show the, the game why you were selected as an All-Australian last year. Tips, Sammy? Oh, Swans by, I want to say three goals. If we play our best, then it can be a three-goal win yep. very comfortably. I, very wholeheartedly comfortably. Wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly agree. So, hear me out here. I've thought about this one. Here we go. Geelong by 10 goals. So, <laughs> the Swans are getting up. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm with you, Sammy. Three goals. We've done it so many times before, man. Yep. There's no, we have no fear of this place whatsoever. Now a lot of people didn't didn't get tickets, so I think you know there's there's a few things going on. They're they're renovating down the beach house. Got some got some tradies in there, Noah. Oh, um, renovating down the beach house, so capacity is a little unders. Um, so there's a couple of things happening around the place that I want to mention. So there is the Barwon. Is it the Barwon Hotel? Um, that is owned by Matt, who is the father of Paddy and Tom McCartan. Wow. Yep. Can you, you just go. Google that and make yeah, sure that's yep. correct? I'll, I'll, can I'll you, get on Matt. Can you just do something nice? <laughs> um, yeah, there, there, will be, there will be red and white descending Upon the bar when uh, from about five PM, so uh, get down there if if you're sort of in the Greater Geelong area and you haven't got a ticket. That's where people will be watching the game and probably going over to the ground from there. There's always the Rising Sun in South Melbourne, which I think will be a very 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 busy venue on uh, on Saturday night, as it always is during a Bloods game. Will you boys? Where will you boys be watching? That is a great question. That's yeah. Barwon sounds interesting. The McCartan's sort of family hotel. Yeah. 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 
Far out. Yeah, people will be crowding around that. Oh, whoever absolutely. said whoever said kids are bad for the bank account? <laughs> I mean, what a billboard between the two of them. <laughs> it's so true. Um, all right, boys, the uh, other games of the round. Now, are you boys in the tipping comp? I've lost track of who's in the tipping comp. Oh, no, wait, I'm not in the tipping comp, and thank God I'm not because I have been peanut. absolutely what about you? I'm not in the tipping comp. Yeah, right, okay. Well, we're going to go through it anyway. Uh, Friday night, Fremantle and the Western Bulldogs at oh, Optus Stadium. Gee, are, they are asleep. They really um, are, aren't they? But I don't like the dogs, so I'll go Freo. At least they'll they wake up. At least they didn't give around a give away a couple of first round draft picks for a ruckman. Oh wait, oh, they did. They did do that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'll, so I'll take, grim. I'll go doggies. Uh, Ten goals. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Mm. So who do you actually think? That's a, well, I, I think I like to keep the mystery. But um, uh, look, doggies. I think Freo is such a basket case at the moment. Uh, they are. I know. I will. Uh, I'll pick Freo because it's in Optus Stadium. Uh, Port Adelaide and West Coast. Jeez, Port will crush them. That's at yeah. the Adelaide Oval. West Coast don't show much. Yeah, Port by 110. Waffle. Absolute waffle side. Uh, GWS and the Brisbane Lions at Manuka. Yeah, Brisbane Monica. were good. I mean, it was an interesting game. North Melbourne didn't have a back line. Uh, last week in the paddock out in, uh, what, Barker Hill or wherever it was in Adelaide. Yep. Um, but, gee, Brisbane are too good. Yep. Yeah, I would tend to, tend to agree. Joey Danaher and Hipwood seem to be hitting some form. Uh, Hawthorne versus Adelaide in Tasmania. Tassie. Like Adelaide. A, yeah. Adelaide. They, Adelaide. They're good. They have the pieces. Adelaide's a great team. Gee, they have the pieces all of a sudden. Yep. Yeah. Funny that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember one of them. Mm. That's mm. So annoying. That, that particular piece I have. But the, the, this is the funny thing about them. Yeah. About him. Him. We, we all won't, we, we won't speak his name. We, well, we 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 knew how good he was. No one, just no one else did because they don't watch the Swans. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, that's yeah. why. That's facts. Yeah. I mean, that's absolutely why. No one, no one watches it. They're like, oh yeah, who's this guy? Oh, yeah, Pig Nineteen seems about right. Outrageous. Outrageous. Yeah, it's uh, it's the world is unjust. Um Carlton St Kilda. Gee, that sucks. I hate that the Saints are good at the moment, but the Saints will beat them. Really? Saints yeah. will beat them for sure. Yeah. I've no, got a soft spot for Carlton. They've but got it so play. many injuries to Saints and they keep fronting up. Yeah, it's un- No, it's Carlton will get up. It'll slip. It'll, it'll switch. Um St Kilda will it'll fall from under them like it always does. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Carlton are getting up. Um, beautiful. Gold Coast and North Melbourne. Out we come. Out we come. That's we very come. tough. That's very, very tough. Um, yeah, Gold Coast and nowhere. It's a toddler fight. North is nowhere. Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We love them. Yeah, Stewie, you back against the wall, surely. You'd have to think. I yeah. mean, how long has it been against the wall? Yeah. How many Wild. draft picks does he need? Yeah, it's concerning. It's a concern. Melbourne and Richmond. This is the Anzac Day Twilight. Oh, no, not Twilight. Um, Anzac Day Eve. Yeah, that'll be a big one. Um, Richmond don't have the pieces they need. Melbourne just got done by Essendon. You probably think they bounce back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're shoddy. They're hot and cold. I mean, they did ask, but losing to Essendon like that. It's bad. Yeah, it's not good. 
Well, it, it remind again reminded me of the game we lost to Essendon the other yeah. last year. Yeah, could right. could really springboard them. Who knows? Um, I, I still reckon Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne comfortably. Will do it. No, I reckon Tigers pile on big win for them. I'd love to see that. Jeez, that'd be no. huge. I hate the D's. Don't we all? Um, Collingwood and Essendon, the traditional Anzac Day time slot. And they're both like top four, right? They're both. Yeah, both this is there. this is the first oh, yeah. time in years that this has been a relevant game. Yeah. Yeah, far out. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna... I'll, I'll be there. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, yeah. you'll um, you know, walk the 100 metres Wander from, the, over. from the humble abode. and Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I... This is sacrilegious to say, but uh, I, I love Collingwood at the moment and um, and absolutely uh, them all the way here. Well, Huge they can win. play in front of those crowds and Essendon hasn't had a crowd like that in 20 years. <laughs> it's... So... Barring Anzac days. It's true. Yeah. There's never been those stakes for Essendon, so yeah. they will fold. They will. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think so too. Um, all right, that was that was great. Boys, it's good to good to have you in here. Noah, welcome back. Thank you. Sammy, phenomenal on debut. Yeah, showed a bit of strength here and there. Corey Warner type stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think so. Lethal left. Lethal left. He looks good, and he um he's, he sounds very different to Chad, doesn't he, oh, Corey? I mean, we didn't get it. We didn't get the interview. We have Fox Footy. They didn't show it. Yeah, right. Okay. They stitch us up there. No, but yeah. I, that, I was going to get to that that no, that uh, that media. Yeah. Um, thank you guys. Thank you to all our sponsors. Absolutely phenomenal. We love it. Um, this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Up the potty, up the swannies. Let's go against Geelong. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the potty. Now, Dable, after working uh, a fair few years in a big four bank, I want to get to a point where I've got a, a property in Melbourne and a property in Sydney. Now, if I'm in Sydney, Dable, and I'm doing some uh, landscaping, you know who I'm going to? Who are you going to? Dingo Landscapes and Designs. Pat Clark is the main man there. And this is a gentleman who operates, you know, predominantly around the northern eastern suburbs. It's probably where I'd be, I would have thought, Dable. For sure. You jump on the, his Instagram at Dingo Landscapes. And you have a look at some of the stuff he's doing. He's got the outdoor areas. He's got the nice pavers out there as well. It's sensational. And you hit Pat Clark up on 0408 485 397. Now, he's going to come around and give you a free quote and an on-site consultation. Um, And so tell your friends. But also, he's hiring first, second, third year apprentices, Deeble. Give Pat a call. There could be some work for you. Definitely. Just his number again there, 0408 485 397. Hit up Pat and he can sort you out.